إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله <تصفيق> يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله اعلموا أرشدكم الله لطاعته أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم أن تعبدوا الله مخلصين له الدين وبذلك أمر الله جميع الناس وخلقهم لها كما قال تعالى وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون فإذا عرفتم أن الله خلقكم لعبادته فاعلموا أن العبادة لا تسمى عبادة إلا مع التوحيد كما أن الصلاة لا تسمى صلاة إلا مع الطهارة فإذا دخل الشرك في العبادة فسادت كالحدث إذا دخل في الطهارة كما قال تعالى ما كان للمشركين أن يعمروا مساجد الله شاهدين على أنفسهم بالكفر أولئك حبطت أعمالهم وفي النار هم خالدون فإذا عرفتم أن الشرك إذا خالط العبادة أفسدها وأحبط العمل وصار صاحبه من الخالدين في النار عرفتم أن أهم ما عليكم معرفته ذلك لعل الله أن يخلصكم من هذه الشبكة وهي شرك بالله عز وجل وذلك بمعرفة أربع قواعد ذكرها الله تعالى في كتابه القاعدة الأولى 
أن تعلموا أن الكفار الذين قاتلهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مقرون أن الله هو الخالق مقرون أن الله هو الخالق الرازق المحيي المميت المدبر لجميع الأمور ولم يدخلهم ذلك في الإسلام والدليل قوله تعالى قل من يرزقكم من السماء والأرض أمن يملك السمع والأبصار ومن يخرج الحي من الميت ويخرج الميت من الحي ومن يدبر الأمر فسيقولون الله فقل أفلا تتقون والقاعدة الثانية أنهم يقولون ما دعوناهم وتوجهنا إليهم إلا لطلب القربة والشفاعة فدليل القربة قوله تعالى والذين اتخذوا من دونه أولياء ما نعبدهم إلا ليقربونا إلى الله زلفا إن الله يحكم بينهم فيما هم فيه يختلفون إن الله لا يهدي من هو كاذب كفار ودليل الشفاعة قوله تعالى ويعبدون من دون الله ما لا يضرهم ولا ينفعهم ويقولون هؤلاء شفعاؤنا عند الله قل أتنبئون الله بما لا يعلم في السماوات ولا في الأرض سبحانه وتعالى عما يشركون والشفاعة شفاعتان شفاعة منفية وشفاعة مثبتة فالشفاعة المنفية ما كانت تطلب من غير الله فيما لا يقدر عليه إلا الله والدليل قوله تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا أنفقوا مما رزقناكم من قبل أن يأتي يوم لا بيع فيه ولا خلة ولا شفاعة والكافرون هم الظالمون والشفاعة المثبتة هي التي تطلب من الله والشافع مكرم بالشفاعة والمشفوع له من رضي الله قوله وعمله بعد الإذن كما قال تعالى من ذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه والقاعدة الثالثة أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ظهر على أناس متفرقين في عباداتهم منهم من يعبد الشمس والقمر ومنهم من يعبد الملائكة ومنهم من يعبد الأنبياء والصالحين ومنهم من يعبد الأشجار والأحجار وقاتلهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ولم يفرق بينهم والدليل قوله تعالى وقاتلوهم حتى لا تكون فتنة ويكون الدين كله لله فدليل الشمس والقمر قوله تعالى 
ومن آياته الليل والنهار والشمس والقمر لا تسجدوا للشمس ولا للقمر واسجدوا لله الذي خلقهن إن كنتم إياه تعبدون ودليل الملائكة قوله تعالى ويوم يحشرهم جميعا ثم يقول للملائكة أهؤلاء إياكم كانوا يعبدون قالوا سبحانك أنت ولينا من دونهم بل كانوا يعبدون الجن أكثرهم بهم مؤمنون ودليل الأنبياء قوله تعالى وإذ قال الله يا عيسى بن مريم أأنت قلت للناس اتخذوني وأمي إلهين من دون الله قال سبحانك ما يكون لي أن أقول ما ليس لي بحق ودليل الصالحين قوله تعالى قل ادعوا الذين زعمتم من دونه فلا يملكون كشف الضر عنكم ولا تحويلا أولئك الذين يدعون يبتغون إلى ربهم الوسيلة أيهم أقرب ويرجون رحمته ويخافون عذابه إن عذاب ربك كان محذورا ودليل الأشجار والأحجار قوله تعالى أفرأيتم اللات والعزى ومنات الثالثة الأخرى وحديث أبي واقد الليثي رضي الله عنه قال خرجنا مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إلى حنين ونحن حدثاء عهد بكفر وللمشركين صدرة يعكفون عندها وينوطون بها أصلحتهم يقال لها ذات أنواق فمررنا بسدرة فقلنا يا رسول الله اجعل لنا ذات أنواط كما لهم ذات أنواق فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله أكبر إنها السنن قلتم والذي نفسي بيده كما قالت بنو إسرائيل موسى اجعل لنا إلها كما لهم آلهة والقاعدة الرابعة أن مشركي زماننا أغلظوا شركا من الأولين لأن الأولين يشركون في الرخاء ويخلصون في الشدة ومشركو زماننا شركهم دائم في الرخاء والشدة والدليل قوله تعالى فإذا ركبوا في الفلك دعوا الله مخلصين له الدين فلما نجاهم إلى البر إذا هم يشركون الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله الله سبحانه وتعالى has informed us in the Quran وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون 
that I did not create jinn or humans except for them to worship me upon Tawheed, then we must understand that our purpose of existence in worshiping Allah upon Tawheed, it can only be fulfilled upon that monotheism. Worship can only be acceptable and correct and valid if done upon the basis of Tawheed. Just like prayer, the Salah, can only be valid and correct if done upon wudu. So if the wudu it breaks, then your prayer it breaks and it is invalid. And the same with your worship. For if your worship, it is not based upon Tawheed, your Tawheed is broken. You are upon shirk. You are upon calling others besides Allah. You are upon going to the graves of the deceased and calling upon them. Your Tawheed is not intact. It is broken. Then your worship that you do, your ibadah in your life, then all of that is broken and invalid. So just like the prayer will only count with wudu, then your worship will only count with tawheed. If that is known to you, then it should also become known to you that the greatest, the greatest sin that a person can commit and the greatest danger is the danger of shirk. For indeed, if a person falls into shirk, then it will invalidate your worship. It will destroy your worship. And the person who commits shirk will end up in the hellfire forever. That is the threat. And that is what is mentioned regarding shirk. And the one who falls into that shirk, if that is the case, then you should certainly know that it is an absolute priority for you to understand what the reality of Tawheed is and to understand what the reality of Shirk is. And in the very basic sense, that can be understood by understanding four basic principles from the Qur'an. The first basic principle is that the kuffar, the mushrikun, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam fought against in all of those battles of Badr and Uhud and others, those mushrikun, they used to accept that Allah is the creator. They used to accept that Allah is the provider, the sustainer, the one who gives life and gives death, the one who controls all of the universe. They used to accept all of that. Yet, they did not enter into Islam with that belief. That belief of theirs is not a belief that is sufficient for a person to be in Al-Islam, 
They believed in Allah. They believed Allah is the creator. They believed Allah is the provider. They believed Allah is the one who gives life and death. They believed Allah is the one who controls the universe. Yet, even though they believed all of that, they were not Muslims. But why? How can a person who believes in all of that not be a Muslim? Because Tawheed, it is not just the Rububiyyah. It is not just to believe in Allah and that Allah is the creator and the provider and the one who controls and the one who gives life and death. It is not just to believe that. It is to then worship Allah alone upon Tawheed. Those mushrikun believed in all of that, but they didn't worship Allah alone though. They used to worship their idols and they used to go to the graves and they used to call upon others besides Allah, making dua to others besides Allah. So even though they believed in Allah and that He is the creator and the one who gives life and death and controls the universe, they did not worship Him alone. And that is why they did not enter into Islam. So a person cannot just sit there and say that I believe in Allah and I believe Allah is the creator and I believe Allah is the one who gives life and death and I believe Allah is the one who controls the universe. All of that by itself doesn't make you a Muslim. On top of that, you need Tawheedul Uluhiyya that you single out Allah with your worship what is the purpose of you believing in all of those things if you are not going to worship Allah alone? So principle number one in the Quran, Allah tells us, it is not enough for you to just say you believe in Allah and that Allah creates and gives life and controls. It is not enough for you to just say that. You need to then practice and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all of your worship, your ibadah for Him. Fulfilling the commands and staying away from the haram. That is what makes a person a Muslim. The second principle Allah mentions in the Quran is that the mushrikun at the time of the Prophet wasallam, they used to say that when they call upon others besides Allah, that they are not committing shirk. They used to say, Calling upon others besides Allah is not shirk. Because as they used to say, we only call upon these others as intermediaries, as intercessors, shufa'a, that they will intercede on our behalf. They will take our dua to Allah. That is all. We are not committing shirk, we are simply using them as a wasila. Is this a justification that is correct? It is certainly not. And in the Quran, Allah tells us this justification is false. For a person to claim, I am calling upon the dead, only for that person to take my dua to Allah. I'm not worshipping the person in the grave. I'm only calling upon him to take my dua to Allah. 
I'm only calling upon him to get me closer to Allah. مَا نَعْبُدُهُمْ إِلَّا لِيُقَرِّبُونَا إِلَى اللَّهِ زُلْفَىٰ This Allah tells us in the Qur'an is a justification that is false and unacceptable. And anybody who calls upon others besides Allah, whether it's this justification or otherwise, then they have fallen into shirk. The third principle Allah mentions to us in the Qur'an is that the mushrikeen at that time and throughout time, they have different types of shirk that they do. Some of the mushrikeen, they worship the idols and the statues. Some of the mushrikeen, they worship the sun and the moon. Some of the mushrikeen, they worship the trees. Some of them the rocks. Some of them the prophets and messengers. Some of them the angels. All different types of things that they used to call upon. The Prophet ﷺ did not differentiate between them. He did not say that the ones who are calling upon prophets, they are not as bad as the ones calling upon the idols. Let us fight against the ones calling upon the idols alone. No, never. Because all of them, whether they are calling upon statues and idols, or whether they are calling upon prophets and awliya and salihin and the maulana, as they say, all of them are calling upon others besides Allah. And so the Prophet ﷺ fought against them all and did not differentiate because the people nowadays, they want to differentiate the grave worshippers, the people who go worship the graves, they will tell you that we are calling upon these awliya of Allah. These were great imams who passed away. You cannot say we are doing shirk. Shirk is when those mushrikun used to call upon their statues and idols. We are calling upon great imams who have passed away. We are calling upon prophets and messengers and awliya. You cannot compare us to the ones who used to call upon statues and idols. Rather we say to them we can. Because indeed that is exactly what Allah has told us in the Quran. Whether you are calling upon righteous people or you are calling upon idols, if you are calling upon others besides Allah, you are making dua to anyone besides Allah, whether you say it is only for the person to take my dua to Allah or not, you are committing shirk. Because indeed, Allah has commanded us to call upon Him alone, to make dua to Him alone, and not to call upon others besides Him. So the Prophet ﷺ did not make any differentiation between them. Whether calling upon prophets or righteous, or calling upon idols, it is all shirk. The fourth principle the Qur'an highlights to us also, is that the mushrikun of the later times are worse than the mushrikun of the time of the Prophet ﷺ. 
Even though all of them are committing shirk and we do not differentiate like we said. But the type of their shirk has become even worse. At that time, those mushrikun, they used to call upon others besides Allah when they were at ease and in comfort. But when they were in difficulty and death was facing them, those mushrikun used to call upon Allah at that time because they knew their other statues and deities could not save them. Whereas nowadays, the people of ignorance in the times of ease, firrakha, they call upon their other deities. And in the times of difficulty, in the times of facing death, they call upon others besides Allah. A few years ago, a ship, it sank in the Arabian Peninsula. And there were Muslims on the ship. It sank and some of them died and some of them survived. The ones who survived, the people, they asked them what happened when the ship was sinking. What was everybody doing? They said everybody was making dua. The ship was sinking, they were dying. They said everybody was making dua. They asked them, how were they making dua? True story. They said everybody was making dua. Ya Ali, Ya Hussein, Ya Hassan, Ya Badawi, Ya Abdul Qadir Al Jailani, save us, save our ship. This is what they were calling upon shirk. Calling upon others alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Even in the times of difficulty when death faces them So you should know that indeed the core of your existence Is to worship Allah upon Tawheed And the core of the evil that will destroy that is shirk So the greatest thing that every Muslim needs to learn is the reality of Tawheed and the reality of Shirk so that you may remain upon the obedience of Allah upon Tawheed and abstain and save yourselves from the affairs of Shirk. So we ask Allah to make us from the people of Tawheed, to make us from the Muhyiddin, and to keep us away from the ways of Shirk and the people of Shirk.